You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Earth Oddity. We thank you so much for joining us, whether you are measuring cow farts to combat climate change or whether you are setting a dog poop bomb, call your ex friend because you don't like him no more. We thank you so much for joining us. My name's Tiny. Joining me, as always, is my homeless, disheveled co-host, John right. Long. Yes, I am homeless. <laughs> Officially homeless. For the next um, uh, three weeks, we'll be homeless. So if anybody would like a family of six to crash at their place, just get in touch with us. Email the show, call the number, and uh, we might take you up on it. So I did have, in the past two weeks, two battles with the state of Alabama. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did you um, emerge victorious? I'm one for one. I got 500 okay. record. I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> the one, we had some issue with DHR and Cheyenne coming to live at a different residence and all uh-huh. that. We got that cleared up, so I won that. Awesome. Another was an unforeseen uh, lien on my property that we Uh-oh. sold. Oh, no. For some taxes that weren't paid from the business, so... I lost that one big time. <laughs> You're not going to win yeah, that one. Lost that one. Yeah, even though, like, uh, one of them was payroll tax, the other was sales tax, and I am a hundred percent certain I paid the sales tax. Now I could have missed the like final payroll mm-hmm. tax that was sent in. That's certainly a possibility. But all my records are packed up in storage oh, and no. everything, and I don't even know if I could get to them. You know, even if they were out, you're yeah, like, well, I still don't know. me to find the receipt <laughs> yes. for it or whatever. So, yeah, oh, I just man, had, that's to, a bummer. had to pay state on that one. So. If there's one thing we know about Uncle Sam, he is going to get oh, paid. Yeah. yeah, right. Well, he got paid. <laughs> really did. But hopefully that's the last. I don't have any other worries with my former business anymore. So, but if they would have like sent me a letter, which I told the person at the tax office, mm-hmm. hey, if I'd have gotten a letter about this like two years ago, I would have already paid it all off. You know, like it's y'all's fault for not letting me know. If I was the dude in the tax office, I would say, what's a letter? <laughs> <laughs> and, and like, how could you slap a lien on somebody's property and not even let them know about it? You know? Well, I, I guess you just do it. I guess so. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how, they may have sent a, a letter and I just never even opened it out no, <laughs> yeah that's right the state i hate the state yeah well, whatever it's just money it's no big deal <laughs> but yeah i was very proud to go one for one and yeah, got an even record with the state of alabama right now all right yeah. yeah you got any good stories this week i do i do uh i have a uh, guy who has gotten two twin sisters pregnant <laughs> oh wow okay one guy one congratulations guy. yeah that's uh it's gonna be a little messy around thanksgiving <laughs> I would imagine, but apparently the sisters are cool with it. It's a short article, yeah. So I could get, I can kick it off. Yeah, here. kick it off. Oh, man, I got so many to pick from, but I'm going to go to this one. Todd, my good friend Todd, sent me this one. A uh, Virginia man 
shoots two people after an argument. Now, do you want to care to guess what they were arguing over? This was in Virginia? Virginia. Hmm. College football. No, nope. Uh, this would be Chevy or Ford being the very better <laughs> okay. vehicle. Justified. Match. Yeah. He looks exactly like you would expect him to, by the way. Prosecutors said an argument over which truck manufacturer was better led to a fight that, that left three people shot in Bedford County, Virginia. Wait, three people shot? What What the third guy do? I have no idea. <laughs> Let's see. That is very different than the headline I read. The Bedford County Sheriff's Office said 56-year-old Mark Edwin Turner was charged with felony malicious wounding using a firearm in the commission of a felony and possession of a firearm by a felon. He's had a few run-ins with the law before, apparently. (laughs) Yes. A 911 call came in around 1130 and uh, reported gunshots, and law enforcement responded and found three people outside of the residence with what appeared to be non-life-threatening injuries. Bedford County Commonwealth's attorney, which, yeah, that's right. They have Commonwealth's, I guess, Mm -hmm. counties. I've never understood the difference. Virginia's a little different. I know Louisiana has parishes, Mm -hmm. but... And so uh, I know that Kentucky's a commonwealth. It's not right. a state or whatever. Technically. Yeah, technically. But, I mean, they're not taking a star off the flag. No, not so at all. I don't, yeah. I don't get it. I don't either. If somebody out there is smarter than us, and there's yeah, a lot of somebody. you out there, probably yeah. most of y'all listening right. to this are smarter than me. Somebody paid attention to U.S. history. <laughs> right, like, and just let us know. email. Difference between a state and a commonwealth. <laughs> Wes Nance, the, the attorney, Wes Nance, said, Turner, his girlfriend, her son, and her son's girlfriend were having a pre-Easter dinner at their home. Naturally, they have a lot of that going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nance said the four were in the front yard when an argument started between Turner and his girlfriend's son about if Chevy or Ford is a better car manufacturer. Oh, no. During the argument, Nance said Turner pulled out a knife and his girlfriend tried to get between the two. They said she was stabbed in the lower back area. Yikes. Hope hope it didn't ruin any tattoos she may have had back there, (laughs) leaving a six-inch wound. Nance said Turner then went into the house and came back outside with a gun. His girlfriend put herself between Turner and her son again. Girlfriend, please. (laughs) Get to cover. (laughs) His girlfriend put herself between Turner and her son again when Nance said Turner shot her five times in the leg. So she got stabbed yeah. by her boyfriend? No, by I, I guess by old Turner here. But then shot by the other guy. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't. That's all confused. It's a lot of white. It's a white trash <laughs> you cornucopia. Never, you never get between two men when they're arguing about <laughs> no. Ford versus Chevy. Yeah, everybody. That's standard. <laughs> you back on, away. Everybody knows that. You back away and claim you're not a car guy. That's what I've done. <laughs> uh, the woman's son was shot in the arm, Nance said, and there was an entry and an exit wound. And the son's girlfriend was hit by two bullets that Nance said ricocheted. Uh, One hit her in the back and one hit her in the cheek. Law enforcement and tactical teams were called to the house. And warrants show the investigators found the three victims yelling in pain, saying that they had been shot by Turner. At that time, Nance said Turner went back inside and continued to come out of the home to yell at officers. Nance said he was more agitated each time he came outside, but had a cell phone in his hand the whole time and not a weapon. Deputies mm. eventually hit Turner with a beanbag round and took him into custody. That was just for fun. That was just yeah. because we're, we're tired of this guy. Now, surprise, surprise, like most pre-Easter dinners, according to search warrants, drugs were involved, as investigators said, uh, said two victims indicating there were possible drug activity at the residence. Just normal family <laughs> yes. type stuff, you know. 
And uh, the investigators took several items from the home, two cell phones, one in the yard and one on the porch, a pistol, a wooden baseball bat, a smoking device. Okay. It's probably a bong. Three green plants and drug paraphernalia. <laughs> I don't know what green... Something tells me those weren't house plants. <laughs> yeah, right. Those weren't like, uh, yeah, ficus trees or whatever. Uh, Although, I mean, if that was the drug of choice, you'd think they'd be a little more laid back. Yeah. You don't typically hear about... No. But this guy, to me, is a hero because he probably saved the other people who drove in a Ford from having to walk home. They got to ride in the ambulance, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. I'm not really, like, I'm not a car guy enough to argue that. Yeah. And I don't want to get shot, but... What do you think the ambulance was a Ford or a Chevy? I don't know why they refuse to get in. <laughs> well, I ain't riding in no Ford, you know? We won't make it to the hospital. We broke down on the side of the road. road. You know what Ford stands for, right? Found on road dead. You take that back. It's ferocious off-road demon. <laughs> yeah, so Virginia, I know Virginia likes to pretend they're hoity-toity, not Southern, yes. you know, like they're like aristocratic mm-hmm. South or whatever. Because they were right there on the border. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> we'll say they did move the capital of the CSA there. All right? You know? Yeah. Whatever. Uh so, yeah, uh, you guys are just as Southern as the rest of us. Just Apparently. Uh, yeah, you got people fighting over Ford and Chevy and shooting and all that and drugs at a pre-Easter dinner. That's a white trash, like, <laughs> trifecta. <laughs> yeah. You know? Here's the thing. This poor girl was shot in the cheek. I'm oh, assuming yeah. that was I'm her face. face cheek. Cheek. Right. Could have been the other. She's probably going to carry a scar for the yeah. rest of her oh. life. And when someone works up the courage to ask her what it's about, she she's going to have to say it yeah. was uh, yeah, our people mom. arguing yeah. over Ford versus Chevy. I was at a family dinner right before Easter. <laughs> Pre-Easter dinner. <laughs> we were getting ready for Easter. Our family, you know, all sitting around smoking a little dope. Got to talk about cars. And next thing you know, I get shot right in the face. Golly. Actually, it was a ricochet. Yeah. Who got her. Which they, One of the things in the article I didn't read was they didn't know if he would be charged for shooting her because it was a ricochet. But, I mean, that's, I don't, I'm not a lawyer. Yeah, I don't know. But I imagine you could still get get him for reckless endangerment. I mean, yeah, you still just yeah. can't be shooting off a firearm well, at a pre-Easter dinner. He's a felon already and he's shooting guns and <laughs> yes. stuff. They, he's, they probably got enough to put him away for a while. He's going, to have a, he's going to have a long time yeah. to think about, he like sits <laughs> about down. which automaker truly is the best. <laughs> sits down with his cellmate and is like, what are you in for, man? He's like, oh, man, I just got in a little argument over Chevy and Ford, you know. Then the cellmate's like, well, which do you prefer? <laughs> right? He's like, no, I'm a Ford guy. They fight for the rest of the time there to get yeah. shanked and killed. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, write in and let us know what your favorite, or tweet us and let us know what your favorite car yeah. manufacturer is. I'm a traditionalist. I like Toyota, so. I, I was just fixing to say, I mean, if if I'm being honest, I have seen both of them break down. Absolutely, so, yeah. Way before the warranty's up. The, I, absolutely. All of them. I'm just, I normally drive what I can afford, mm-hmm. and I have no allegiance to any car manufacturer. Yeah, my only allegiance is to myself when it comes to... I'm a consumer. Yeah. So, I mean, Nintendo, Sega, Ford, Chevy, whatever. It's whatever's best for me. That's what I'm going to go for. I think it's a smart move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, our next story was up in the Facebook group last week, and I can't remember who posted it there, so... 
you know who you are. Props. Yeah, props <laughs> to you. But the Indian Army, they say they have found Yeti footprints in the Himalayas. I think this was Tom Joyce who put it up. Was it Tom Joyce? Yeah. Way My to go, friend, Tom. your friend, everybody's friend, Tom Joyce. The Indian Army says it has discovered footprints in the Himalayas that appear to belong to a Yeti known mm-hmm. in the United States as Bigfoot or the Abominable Snowman. I'd like to stop right there and say they're completely different. Are they? <laughs> yes. I mean, one's like a snow monkey. Well, the other's I was like y- a- Yeti and abominable snowman, I think, are, are synonymous terms. But yeah. Bigfoot is totally different. Well, one's snow monkey. The other one's <laughs> it's like cold. It's like polar bear versus grizzly bear. Well, you wouldn't say a polar bear and a grizzly bear are the same kind of animal. They're both a bear, though. They're both. That's true. All right then. Well, what where's is- your god now? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, if if you take all the different species of, of Bigfoot, you mm-hmm. got what Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Big Yeti, Big yeah. you got the Yaren in China. You got the swamp swamp ape. Swamp That's down here. Ape. Skunk ape. You yeah. got the Yowie in uh-huh. Australia. Yeah. And Orang Pendek is over in the Philippines, isn't he? I'm impressed with your knowledge. <laughs> I had Sasquatch, Bigfoot, <laughs> and Skunk Ape, and that's it. Oh, come on. you got to catch up, man. Well, I'm just a believer. <laughs> I, I know it's real, so I don't even look into it that much. <laughs> well, what would be like the head, if they were all part of the same family, what would that family be? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Like, like you're, you're looking for like a genus and a phylum yes, and all that? that's oh. what I'm looking for. Cryptozoologist, write in and tell us. <laughs> That's right. I would, yes. We need we need an umbrella term for all of these various yeah. species to fall under. Yeah. Iron Johnny, he sent me a uh, a link for a podcast about. Yeah, Bigfoot, I haven't listened, I haven't to, listened it to it yet. yet. I was I trying to hit it. Yeah, when I'm driving one day. Yeah. That's my favorite Bigfoot stories is when he's big and scary. Yeah. Like I mean, we all like to think he's lovable, but I like it when he's just. No, I think he's really, he's yeah. just running roughshod. Yeah, he'll eat your heart. He's just like causing ruckus out there. Right. Anyways. Anyway, measuring 32 inches by 15 inches, the footprints were found near Mount Makulu Base Camp on April 9th. Military officials posted on Twitter late Monday. Again, Twitter's where that's the arbiter of truth in our age. Yes, Yes. absolutely. A spokesman for the country's defense ministry told NBC News on Tuesday that the photographs taken by the Army's mountaineering expedition team had been passed on to, quote, the scientific community for verification. Of course. Wish we had a little bit more detail there. The scientist is the community of scientists. <laughs> the community of scientists. Yes. The announcement, which referred to the Yeti as a mythical beast, was met with mixed reaction online, as it typically is. Sure. Some noticed the photographs appeared to show the footprints in a straight line, one behind the other, similar to what might be expected from a model. Oh. So uh, it was like working it, girl. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly it. <laughs> okay, strutting. I got you. Shashay. <laughs> Tarun Vijay, a former Indian lawmaker, tweeted his congratulations. However, he cautioned against describing the Yeti as a beast. He added, show respect for them. Well, oh, yeah. you still got to respect beasts, right? Sure. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm going to save my comments for the end. Okay. I just keep reading. Molecular biologist Ross Barnett said that if DNA samples were collected, they could potentially be analyzed to determine what kind of animal or prop left the footprints in the snow. All right. Good point. <laughs> Research carried out by Barnett and fellow ancient genetics expert Siri well, Dwin Edwards sure. in 2000, in 2014 had found that DNA samples taken from reported Yeti sightings matched brown bears local to the Himalayan region. Uh-huh. Do you remember that story? I do. If I remember correctly, that wasn't just brown bears. That was actually a, a thought-to-be extinct brown bear right. that they found viable DNA from, which was still exciting, Yes, you know, in exciting. my opinion. So anyway, the the military in India, they're saying they have Yeti footprints, yeah. and it's... 
It's a cool story. Sure. Uh, maybe they do. Well, my why, first of all, if you're like Indian Special Forces, whatever you know they're <laughs> right. called, the Indian Navy SEALs or whatever, let, let's follow the tracks. You know, <laughs> see where they go. Let's find out where they go <laughs> and where they're staying. Maybe they got a den or a community of of Yetis. So I don't know. I, I mean, just, it can't be just one immortal Yeti. This has been alive this whole time. Well, maybe, I guess maybe I don't it know. could. I don't know. I don't know. But it's I, hard to prove something doesn't exist. Right. But I would have liked to have shook its hand and thank you for making those coolers that everybody really likes. <laughs> yeah. You know? And like, that's really great. <laughs> <laughs> there also is a beer named Yeti. It's like a high gravity. I don't know a lot enough about beer. My beer knowledge right. is way more like natural light and down. <laughs> but uh, I saw some the other day when I was in the grocery store. It was Yeti beer. Yeah. But it's not the same company. So I was like, well, what if you got Yeti beer, put it in a Yeti cooler, drink it out of a Yeti tumbler? Then you're like... Wearing a Yeti t-shirt. Yeah, and with the Indian Special Forces <laughs> hunting down Yetis. There you go. That'd be awesome. That's really what it's all about. But I just think this is further confirmation of what I've known for a long time, and that's that it's real. Bigfoot is real. Right. And uh, lives in several different climates. He goes by several different names, but <laughs> it's definitely the same Bigfoot. I mean, multiple. I think they're multiple big feet. Gotcha. Yeah. Bigfoots is. Well, which is your favorite? Just your standard Bigfoot. I'm a traditionalist. <laughs> yeah. I like Skunk Ape. Skunk Ape is a really cool name. Because he's from Florida. So right. you know if if there are if any of these Bigfoot species are real, right. he's got to be the wildest one oh, yeah. to invite to the party. He has like a crystal meth problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we caught the Skunk Ape robbing, you know, stereos out of cars in a parking lot of a Walmart. Yeah. No, that's that's true. So let's move on here. I, although, just want to say once again for all our listeners, Bigfoot's real, of course. The <laughs> yes. Indian Army has confirmed <laughs> it. Okay. They're just quit. Jump on the track and or jump on the train and believe me. I would like to say I'm I'm still not convinced, but oh I want I want John Long to be right so yeah, bad. Absolutely. So bad. I, but yeah, like I mean, you're the special forces, just follow it and kill it. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like track it down and kill it while you're out there. Yeah. Golly. I mean oh, well. yeah. I'm I'm not for just randomly killing a Bigfoot, but But if you're gonna prove we gotta they kill exist, one. that's yeah. the only way Let's you're drag gonna prove it, yes. drag that bad boy back in. And if you're you're the guy who kills the Bigfoot. That's a lot of celebrity right there. Yeah. You know, you're uh, going to become both positive famous. and negative because, you know, in, oh, in today's day and age, hate. there's going to be people who want to string him up, too. Yeah. If right. you want to protect a species, you have to first confirm it exists. Yeah. And, very true. And I mean, we've got we've got footprints. We've got photos. A lot of blurry photos. It's the only thing that's going to prove to the scientific community. <laughs> Right. That, that they need a body. A, they need a body. Yeah, either you're going to capture it alive or kill it. That's our only two options. Mm -hmm. And I would go with killing it first. Mm -hmm. As a guy who loves animals, I'm not into killing stuff just randomly for fun. Right. But you got to kill one. There's a reason we have all those like stuffed animals uh, in the Natural History Museum in D.C. Because <laughs> I killed them along the way. <laughs> we need to stick a Bigfoot in there with them, you know? <laughs> yeah. All right, well, let's move on, because there's been a public health crisis hitting our country here of measles, right? right. Okay, that said it's reached Alabama. Uh, there's been a confirmed case here, but mm -hmm. I know it's been in Georgia and Tennessee and all over, out west, too. It's, and the media is talking about how we're all going to die. Sure, we're you all going to die. We're all going <laughs> to die. Just go ahead. We're all going to die of measles. I'm and, it's, not. and it's all the anti-vaxxers' fault. Yes, right. Absolutely. I mean, look, every bit. I'm for vaccinations, but I will give I will give them that. Like, 
yeah. I don't think I think it is being a little bit blown out of proportion. Right. Yeah, you can't lay it all on their foot <laughs> footstep or whatever. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I mean they're not helping the problem. No, but I don't think no. they've caused this whole problem. Well, plus if you've got the vaccination, then you don't have if to worry so, about that, it, do yeah. you? Unless you, let's just throw this out like uh, Hudson has the vaccination. All right. Okay, I'm ignorant, so I'm educate me, please. Well, the vaccination, of course. Isn't a hundred percent effective, right? You know, does increase your chances. Mm-hmm. Well, Hudson, that something like getting measles would be possibly detrimental to Hudson because, because of his heart his, condition. Uh, is it because of his uh, immune system is right. not is powerful? Well, his immune system is functions pretty normal, okay. but things that put unnecessary sickness on gotcha. him makes his heart work harder and all that stuff. Okay, it's not good for him, you know. So we've got to like get him in a bubble. Sure, basically. Okay. Now I'm not though. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> We'll roll the dice. It'll be okay. You know? <laughs> well, I mean, because, you know, I'm not doing a lot next week. If you want to have a DIY project and build huts in a bubble to live in. Oh, Lord, no. <laughs> he couldn't handle it. You know? He couldn't handle it. Yeah. So, anyways, I wouldn't put it all on the anti-vaxxers. The place where I lay the blame is Scientologists. Okay? <laughs> yes. A cruise ship in St. Lucia is quarantined over confirmed measles cases. Uh-oh. All right. The St. Lucia Coast Guard confirmed the vessel bears the same name as one owned and operated by the Church of Scientology. Okay. Which, let me just say, if you're the Church of Scientology and you own a cruise ship and you didn't name it Tom Cruise, I'm mad at you. <laughs> 100% mad at you. Somebody dropped the ball there and they need to be excommunicated or have their thetans checked or whatever it is, you know. I mean, when when Sea Shepherd can go out there and, and fight the whaling ships yeah. on the Bob Barker, right. and you're going to miss that opportunity, right. yeah, I'm Tom with you Cruise. 100%. Exactly. A cruise ship with nearly 300 passengers and crew was ordered quarantine in the Caribbean port of St. Lucia after a case of measles was confirmed on board. One female crew member has a confirmed case, and St. Lucian authorities said they've been working on uh, cl- with close consultation with the Pan American Health Organization and the Caribbean Public Health Agency, and the ship has been under quarantine since Monday morning. Measles is a highly contagious disease. Anyone who is not adequately immunized against measles can contract the disease if there has been close contact with a confirmed case, uh, says some doctor. Mm-hmm. Merlene Fredericks James, the island's national chief of medical officer. It is therefore likely that other persons on the boat may have been exposed. The ship's doctor has confirmed a case in isolation on the ship, and the individual is in stable condition. But St. Lucia Coast Guard Sergeant Victor Theodore, double first name like that, <laughs> told the NBC News that the vessel involved is named Free Wind, so they did drop the ball. <laughs> Free Wind? And that's the name of the 440-foot cruise ship owned and operated by the Church of Scientology. Um, and as a friend of mine said, like, we Southern Baptists have dropped the ball. Why do we not have a cruise ship? You know? <laughs> well, I mean, not to... Not toot our own horn. I think the reason we don't have a cruise ship is because we spend all that money on missions. Well, true, so. probably. But, I mean, <laughs> what if we had a cruise ship you could take people to, like, Africa on or whatever, and the whole way over you're, like, swimming in the pool and all that, like the SS Billy Graham or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> let's get the ball rolling on that. <laughs> you have a little vacation before you actually start doing mission work. 
But yeah, no, you're right. We we try to spend all our money on that. Of course, do have a. Of course, I was about to say we spend it on other stuff too. Sure, there's you know flowers and yeah. Oh yeah, other no. stuff. Got a really impressive office down in Prattville, by the way. If you hadn't seen it, very like road by it not long ago, and I was yeah. like, hmm, I'd like to take that little bit of money and gave it to somebody who needed it more, <laughs> like you know? me. Yeah, well, not even necessarily me. Just like some some people who are in need. Let's yeah, let's knock yeah. off a few extra bricks here. Put like some vinyl siding on the side of it or what? But hey, it's not like we got a cruise ship. So. No, yeah, we, we're not operating a cruise ship, <laughs> which is basically floating at sea, infested with measles now too. By the way, yeah, it's like a well, disease ghost ship. Do they not believe in vaccinations? I don't know. So, well, it was a crew member. Do you think all the it's like all uh, the crew members are Scientologists too? Well, I mean, I would think so. I, I, yeah. Because Sea Org, if I'm You'll not say, mistaken. Yeah, they got like some Sea Scouts or something yeah, or whatever that's, they're that's called. It's like a, a branch of the Scientology of the church yeah. called Sea Org. Right. And it's basically like their, it's their Navy, I think. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know a whole lot about Scientology. Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise for our listeners. <laughs> yeah. I don't know a whole lot about it, but I do know that they have like, it's Sea something. Yeah. Right. And like the Sea Urchins. And they got uniforms uh-huh. and all kind of cool stuff. That's why I said Sea Scouts because that's a branch of Boy Scouts. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Know. Oh, yeah. Didn't know oh, that. Sea Scouts was huge, man. Sea Scouts. Yeah. But, anyways, and, uh, and they kind of operate like military. And mm-hmm. yeah, maybe that's who runs the, the ship. But I mean, part of me thinks that maybe Scientologists are, are like everybody else. You got your, vaxxers and your anti-vaxxers both but yeah. if you know about it if you're in the church of scientology and and yeah would like to educate us we would love I would to learn love to yes. talk to you about it i would love i would look we would devote a whole episode <laughs> to just you i just want to know what you're <laughs> yes. into i like, straight up i won't even try to convert you or anything <laughs> you know let's go with a strict no conversion process yes. you don't try to convert me and tiny we won't try to convert you let's just have a free flow of information uh-huh. where we can get the whole scientology message or whatever we just figure out what you guys are about you right know? i mean you're wrong but whatever we don't have to we don't, <laughs> we don't have, have to, to argue into about that, that. right yes. yeah and you don't have to argue about how we're we just wrong. want to understand each other better right yeah yeah we just want to bring people together and we want to know what john travolta tells you in those Readings. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That we don't know. <laughs> and why did you name your boat Tom Cruise? That's like, he's it, like, why did you name it Free Wind? I don't know. I mean, if I had a boat, I might name it Free Wind, but that's for totally different reasons. <laughs> that's right. I got a little Free Wind <laughs> after lunch this afternoon. I might name it Free Bird. Oh, there you go. There you go. That's perfect. <laughs> but yeah, you know, let's, let's rename it Tom Cruise. He's like one of the most famous Scientologists ever. I think he is the most famous, isn't he? Either him or Travolta won. He's like, I know uh, Tom Cruise, he had that medal, like some kind of medal of freedom. Oh, I think he, he's the sole person who's got it. What's their, like, God? Is like Xenu? Xenu. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like Xenu on Earth. He's like the Pope or whatever. Well, no, no, no. Xenu is actually a deity, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And he's, like, you can look up in the sky. It's one of the stars up oh. there. That's him. Oh, that's him. Or his planet, maybe. Oh. But. Nothing weird about that. <laughs> no. Nope. Not at all. Nothing weird about that. <laughs> well, speaking that. of free wind. Okay. <laughs> let's move on here to our next our next story. Device created to measure cow flatulence. Ah, nice. And this is a very important thing to have because, you know, we're trying to fix the climate. Mm-hmm. Uh, this comes from... Rapid City, South Dakota, climate Ooh, change. Been there. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. There. Climate change advocates have pointed to cows as a problem because of the amount of methane gas they produce. That's right. Now, if, cows are fart on you. <laughs> I was about to say, they produce this by mm-hmm. farting. Yeah. 
As a byproduct of breaking down plants, cattle produce methane, a greenhouse gas significantly more powerful than carbon dioxide. Dr. Patrick Zimmerman is the owner and founder of Sealock, Inc., a local agricultural technology manufacturing company. He has invented several devices aimed at giving ranchers a hand up in making their operations more efficient. He says that cows belch about a liter of gas every 45 seconds to a minute. Wow. In order to study the amount of methane released by cows, Zimmerman invented a device that can gather valuable data for researchers looking to combat climate change. The reason research teams use this equipment is to conduct research on various aspects of animal metabolism. Zimmerman said people want to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. They use our equipment to monitor different treatments. Zimmerman says we can't stop cattle from producing methane, but we can make them more efficient with precision technology. He says the key is to find a way to capture and transform the methane into something else. Okay. Really, that's the end of the article. Really wish it had gone into more how it works. Yeah, well, you know, this is a, this is like, a, is, do we have to strap this to the cow's butt? Yeah. Or to his, his mouth That's to measure it? I was it? wondering. Yeah. This is a farmer who's figured out, <laughs> I, I'm about to make some money off all these yes. people. You know? Uh huh. Because it seems to me like if cows burp and fart a lot, mm-hmm. then changing the diet would be the easiest thing to do or figure out a way to put a supplement in their food mm-hmm. that would help, like some gas X or whatever, right. you know? <laughs> yes. And put it in there. And that would just, I mean, that seems very simple to me to do. Of course, I'm I'm a dumb guy. <laughs> yes. But why can't we do that? And then everybody's happier or whatever. Yeah. And we can live another 20 years on the planet or whatever it is. <laughs> Before the ice caps melt. Yeah, right. And drown us all out or whatever's going to happen. I don't know. I'm not that worried about dying. Though. Yeah, I mean, I was about to say, I, I, no one call me a climate change denier because I'm convinced that, yes, the climate is changing. Sure. But I don't think it's the ending life on Earth emergency that is cracked up. It's so politicized now. Tiny's on record as anti-scientist. <laughs> anti-science. Tiny is anti-science. Everybody remember. Anti-science Tiny over here. I, here's my thing. Yeah. I'm sure the climate's changing. I'm sure that man probably has something to do with it. All right? We're we're pretty horrible people anyway. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, I mean, just simply us being here, we have an effect. Sure. If, if we right. did nothing but fart yeah. methane like the cows do, right. we would have an effect. Yes. And I'm all for cleaning up the environment. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, I may be conservative in some areas, but I'm an environmentalist because, hey, I love the outdoors. And honestly, one of the first jobs God gave us was to take care of the planet. All right? Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, let's do that. I'm with you. The only, But I'm not for paying Al Gore money. No. To burn gas. That's where I was that going. That was going to get burned right. anyway. So let's figure this problem out. We got some smart people in the world. We need a real solution. Yeah, like putting gas X in not the cow just, food. Yeah, you know? not just you're going to tax me more yeah. because I drive more. Right. Yes, yeah. we need real solutions yeah. for real problems. And if you would make an electric car that looked cool, I would probably drive it. Hey. And they do have the Tesla, but Tesla's <laughs> having a little bit of problems here lately, right? <laughs> a little bit. Okay, just but a little bit. Teslas are pretty cool. Yeah, and somebody posted an article the other day, and I didn't read it because you know i can't be bothered to read uh that said uh the study has shown worse electric, for yeah electric cars are worse yeah. for the environment because too. of all the mining they have to do for batteries i imagine i didn't read it but i imagine it's mining they have to do mm-hmm. to get the 
whatever cadmium or whatever they put in those. But see, here's batteries. the problem: we read that article, and it may be valid, but there's going to be another guy come out with an article next yeah. week that's going to say, "Well, that one is debunked, and sure. then it's actually the internal combustion engines worse for sure. you, Nobody can come to any kind of consensus on this. I'm, I'm think steam powered is the way to go. You <laughs> yes, know? I mean it worked for oil. <laughs> Got us through the industrial revolution here. Let's go back to steam powered, just heating up water and mm-hmm. all that. I'm for the arc reactor. I think we all need an arc reactor <laughs> that just powers everything. Sure, right. It's <laughs> a good Tesla on that. I mean uh, the real Tesla, Elon the Musk. one who's dead. Yeah, Elon Musk. We could get him on it. Although he's not dead. He's not dead. I was talking about Nikola. Nikola Tesla, Tesla yes. Yeah. No, not Nikola. That's what all his friends call him. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Yeah. Which people, I mean, I don't want to get into a debate, but people act like Tesla could do everything. I'm a little skeptical on some of it, all right? <laughs> right. I think there's been a little bit of like mythological liberties that have been taken with Tesla over the I years. I will say I love the cough drops, though. Oh, yeah? Nikola. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. You got me on that one. That's a good one. Well, let's move on to another man who has accomplished an amazing feat in the world. And we're talking about Kianye. You don't know Kianye yet, but I'm about to tell you about it. It's a very (laughs) extremely short article. It it comes from hiphoplately.com, one of our favorite trusted Trusted news sources. A guy stunts on Instagram. Now, for all you old white people, I think stunts (laughs) means brags. All right. Okay. On Instagram with twin baby mamas. So, would you huh. ever... Let me ask you this question. Would you ever date twin sisters? <laughs> well, well, I mean, I mean... Would you? I'm going to say this. I'm happily married to the wife I have now. Sure, absolutely. And if she had a twin sister, you know what? Part of me would think, well, what's the point if they just look the same? Right. <laughs> okay. Know? Yeah. Well, variety is... You're just saying, like, I don't, I don't want to date another of my wife, all right? I'm just talking about, like... In general, like <laughs> twin swimsuit models or something, you know? It's a, I'd probably give it a shot. <laughs> i just take a shot at it, you know? Just see what happens. It's a common fantasy. Yeah, it, among there. some people. Among yeah. some people, not me. Right. Not us, but um, some. So the article states, would you ever date twin sisters or better yet have babies with each of them? <laughs> In a story straight off of Jerry Springer, a man by the name of Kianye Banks, a.k.a. at... Take off them draws. <laughs> Say that again. His Instagram is at take off them draws. Is claiming he did just that. That's classy. That's a classy Instagram no, handle right that's there. Right. According to Kianye, he is happily dating twin sisters, and both are pregnant with his babies. Now he put a photo up on uh, Instagram, and this is the caption on it. It says, "I bet I'm a the only n word y'all know." <laughs> With twin baby mamas and both cool with it. Hashtag goat. I need a show blood. <laughs> now for all he, our, he does need a show. If this yeah. is true, if he is telling the truth, he right. does need that. Yeah. So uh, at this point, we have to wonder what the parents think. I would say so too. Yeah. Yeah. And which network will pick up the badness for a new reality show. So that's all the article. <laughs> but I will say this guy right here. I, it may be going great. They may be happy about it right now, but there's going to come a time. I was about to say, you wait till the post op, buddy. Yeah. Well, they're not going to be so happy <laughs> about it. Dark times are coming. And also, and straight, this like this is a story. I don't know if he's from Alabama, but it checks <laughs> off a lot of Alabama boxes. <laughs> will he also, he, will he be the uncle? He'll be an uncle daddy. Uncle daddy. Uncle daddy. And his kids will be cousin brothers because they'll be half brothers, yeah, right? Or sisters. True. 
And well, if they're identical twins, which the picture makes them look like they are, will the kids not technically be brother and sister from two different moms? Yeah. But that's some wild stuff he's gotten himself into. It really is. And yeah. I will say that uh, I'm not going to name any names, but I actually worked with a guy. Oh, yeah? The girls weren't twins, but he went he dove right into this exact same situation. Okay. Only difference is is that the sisters were not cool with it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But it happened. Man. And so, you know, that right now the uh the children are not old enough to have that awkward conversation with their parents. It's yet. coming one day though. But it's coming one yeah. day and I cannot wait to ask the guy right. about it. So how my, it went. My wife has a sister. Love you, Jennifer. She's a great girl. Mm-hmm. Never occurred to me at any point in time to try <laughs> to, you know, go out with her while I was dating Deidre. Yeah. Never once. Never once. Because I'm smarter than that. Yeah. So this guy, I mean, at least if they don't get married, he'll only have to mail his, like, child support check to one address. But <laughs> <Yes. laughs> maybe they'll end up, They'll. All, I guess he can't marry both of them. I don't know. He's only got one father-in-law that wants to kill him and not two. Right. exactly right. <laughs> really, that might be genius on his part. I was about to say, dude, what if you were the father-in-law in this situation? Oh, well, I mean, I know technically mad. they're not married, but dear goodness. Yeah, you can talk about I mean, mad. I'd be mad at him, but I'd also yeah. be furious with my my daughter. Absolutely. So what's wrong with y'all? Yeah. Not first of all, not only are you knocked up and not married, that's <laughs> yes. bad enough. But you both got with the same guy, and he doesn't. I mean, like I looked at his pictures, he doesn't seem like uh, the catch of the day or anything, <laughs> right? But neither am I. And I got a really beautiful girl, so <laughs> who apparently doesn't age, and everyone likes to point out that I did. But that's oh, neither here nor there. You know what I think did it? What I think is that Instagram handle. <laughs> It just lit Take a fire. Take off them draws. Lit a fire in the belly. I need to change mine to something cool <laughs> like that. I bet they met on Instagram. Oh, yeah, probably so. <laughs> yes. That's where all the kids talk nowadays. Yeah. You know, shout out to Thomas. I read all your messages, buddy, just so you know I know what's going on. <laughs> okay, well, the next story here is Toolbox Poopy Trap Dog Feces Explodes. Okay. I really think they should have spent maybe just a that's few a, more seconds yeah. on that headline. Say so that's a wild headline. <laughs> they could do better. I mean, I'm a little bit disappointed. But anyway, we're going to soldier on. This comes from Portland, Oregon. So shout out, shout out to Johnny Irons. Oh, yeah. This right. is in your and backyard. And my cousin Casey and Ryan. <laughs> that's They're right. up there, too. A man who told police he had a falling out with a friend is now accused of putting together an explosive toolbox that spread dog feces when his ex-friend opened it. Oh, wow. Rob Alexander Stout faces multiple charges following the April 16th incident, the probable cause document state. On that day, the ex-friend saw a yellow toolbox on the back of his Camaro. Love the Camaro. You gotta have a Camaro. (laughs) When he opened it, the toolbox exploded with such force that it sounded like an M80 going off and the dog scat was blown out of the toolbox, the document says. (laughs) He called police, and he said that he suspected that Stout did this. The explosive was in a plastic toolbox containing the dog excrement, a battery, wiring, switches, and a vehicle airbag that had the fabric restraint removed. So Those airbags put out some force, too. (laughs) This dude's smart. Yeah. yeah. He didn't just throw this together. Yeah, he thought about this. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I'm impressed. When a detective contacted Stout, he admitted that he used to be friends with the victim, but he was angry that he wouldn't return some property. Okay. So all comes out in the wash. <laughs> Stout also admitted, according to the probable cause, that they used to watch YouTube prank videos. Oh. And he added a safety switch 
so that he could move the toolbox without it exploding and that he used not only his dog's feces, but feces found in a courtyard somewhere. Wow. So he went to the he dog went out park. He some collecting. <laughs> yes, he did. During a search of his residence, detectives also found meth and a short-barreled shotgun, but didn't know if it was functional. Yeah. The 48-year-old man, who previously has eight drug convictions on his record, mm. now faces charges of manufacturing a destructive device, being a felon in possession of a gun. That's bad. Possession of a short-barreled shotgun. Yeah, that's bad, too. And possession of meth. Wow. So. I hope it was worth it. Well, I mean, I'll say in my experience, meth heads have been some of the more ingenuous, <laughs> ingenious yes. people that I've ever met. They figure out some pretty amazing things. So, you know, I, I guess they are so amped up, their mind's just working. It's like Adderall times 10. So yeah. They're just like, what can I do? Oh, let me get an airbag, you know, pump and take the thing off and get some dog dookie and put it in a toolbox. Better put a safety switch on it for myself. <laughs> you, know? you know, the uh, where he really went wrong here is that he didn't have any kind of video camera to film True. the explosion. True. Now you know? we know him yet. You know? <laughs> yes. He probably pawned the camera off to get some more math and forgot Maybe. to get his, like, SD card out or whatever. But I mean, if he wasn't there watching it, like I've always thought, when you if you're going to make like a dog poop bomb, yeah, and who who which one of us among us has yeah. not wanted to do That's that right. at some point? Sure. The whole point of doing that is so you can see the reaction when it goes off. Yeah. And oh, if you're yeah. not around, if you're not watching it, or you don't have a camera up, it's kind of pointless, yeah. you know. Well, you know. I hate he got in trouble for it because that's pretty good. This is like the type of dude you want on the cow farting case, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. I mean, just give him some meth, lock him in a room for a while, and be like, figure this out for us, buddy, and he'll have something, you know, in a week because he's not going to go to sleep. <laughs> Tell him how to turn methane into meth, Ooh. and then, Ooh. I mean, we'll have to figure out something to do with all the meth we have, but at least the carbon emissions that's will be right. down. Yeah, no, yeah, we just ship all that to, like, Missouri, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Missouri's no worse than Alabama. It's true. It's just fun to say. It's a national epidemic. It really is. Yes. It really is. But Kids. hey, but what do you, what what's better? A bunch of meth heads or climate change? You know Ooh. what? Maybe climate change. I don't know. Yeah. Never mind. Can cause some problems. <laughs> yeah. So listen, kids, don't do meth, all right? If yes. you're out there contemplating it, listen to this podcast. Just don't do it, all right? No, because We've been doing this show for what eighteen months now. Yeah, you're close to at it. Least, yeah, we have never come across a story where it ended yeah. well for somebody who was right. who was doing meth. Yeah, that, nobody's it, success story begins. <laughs> Boy, when I started doing meth, my life got on track. It always yeah. ends bad. Yeah, definitely. Well, let's move it on down to Florida. All right, let's do it. And we have two off-duty Philadelphia cops and a retired Philadelphia officer are accused of fighting a Florida deputy at a restaurant. Okay. So, when in Rome, back like the Romans, Yeah. two off-duty uh, Philadelphia police officers uh, and the retired officer were arrested following a fight with a deputy at a restaurant. The incident took place at Krabby Bill's Restaurant on 401 401- <laughs> Gulf Boulevard in Indian Rocks Beach, Florida, around 11 p.m. Tuesday. Deputies responded to the business after receiving a report of domestic battery. When deputies arrived, they found Paul Seeger, a 51-year-old retired Philadelphia police officer, pushing his wife, Cindy Kane, a 44-year-old Philadelphia police officer, investigators said, 
and the deputy approached the couple as they argued near an intersection. Seeger allegedly walked away as the deputy told him multiple times uh, to stop. When the deputy grabbed Seeger's arm, he resisted while Kane pushed the deputy's arm away, police say. Now, here's where the other guy comes in. Frank Bonnet, a 44-year-old Philadelphia police officer, then approached the deputy, threatened him, removed his shirt, clenched his fist, and began cursing at him, according to investigators. Mm-hmm. We're all standard Florida right yes. here. I was about to say, uh, so take far the story, off. I'm like, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, I follow. Police say both Seeger and Bonnet continued to approach the deputy in an angry and hostile manner despite more warnings. And the deputy then used an electronic control weapon, we call that a taser in the business, (laughs) on Seeger, but it was ineffective, according to investigators. Seeger then allegedly took a combative stance, but the deputy managed to take him down to the ground, leading to a violent struggle between the two. Okay. Seeger was eventually handcuffed and taken into custody, police said. Seeger is charged with domestic battery and resisting an officer with violence and chain... Kane is charged with battery on a law enforcement officer, while Bonnet is charged with assault on a law enforcement officer. <laughs> now, here's the... Does here's it ever the, say what they were fighting about? It doesn't, but here's the kicker for the whole story. Police believe alcohol played a role in the incident. So, so law enforcement themselves are not immune yeah. to the effects no. thereof. <laughs> uh, now, they look like some winners, you know. Right? <laughs> They, well, you know what? I can see that guy pulling me over and giving me a ticket. Absolutely. That dude looks like somebody you'd run into in a truck stop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the woman is <laughs> not much of a looker. You know? Well, she she looks like someone you'd run into outside of a truck shop. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I would have to say congratulations to these three people for being white because if they were black, they would have been shot. <laughs> um, so you guys kind of got off easy on that one. Yeah, you tell me. A cop used this taser that doesn't work on a on an African American guy, and he's not going to go right to his pistol and just shoot him because he was threatened. But whatever, not trying to get political or anything. I was saying I watch the news; I know how it works. All right, I've seen yes. I've seen the articles; I know how it works. Okay, but anyways, when you're in Florida, this the whole Florida culture takes over. Yeah. It's Philadelphia. Have you ever been to Philadelphia? No. Okay, it's just, it's like a Florida in a city, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, just from the little bit I've saw. I, okay. I spent a lot of time there just today, but I used to watch this characters. show about this one guy who he got in one little fight, but his mom got scared and <laughs> she sent him away to live with his aunt and his uncle in Bel Air. That's true. That's true. You remember that? Yeah, it was Rocky. It's a good show. Yeah, it was Rocky, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, Wait, Rocky no, Balboa. No, you're thinking about MASH. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's move on. Let's talk about some shrimp for a while. You like shrimp? Love shrimp. One of my favorite cockroaches of the sea. <laughs> I bet you would love these shrimp. Oh, yeah? Because scientists can't figure out why these shrimp are testing positive for cocaine. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> That's what I say. You know, uh, you, you eat one and you just can't stop. Yeah, right. <laughs> I've been there. You get like a popcorn shrimp platter and you just keep, got to get some more. I know. <laughs> Scientists are stumped after discovering traces of cocaine in nearly every shrimp tested in certain regions of the UK recently. Okay. So, Sadie, UK. cheers. Yeah. <laughs> Ma'am, you can't snort those shrimp anymore. 
<laughs> Let us know how that Red Lobster Shrimp Fest is going over there in the UK. I bet it's a party. <laughs> it is. It's wild. <laughs> the Environmental International Study showed that samples of shrimp collected in July of 2018 from 15 sites across the five river cashments in the Suffolk area, including Gripping, Aldine, Deben, Stour, and Wavenly, have I no idea what you got everyone over stuff right. is. I bet you Sadie's just sitting there laughing here <laughs> and trying to pronounce this stuff. It's all English, too. We're all speaking the same language. Well, anyway, it contained the drug along with illegal pesticides. Cocaine happened to be the most common drug discovered in the shrimp, followed by antiseptic lidocaine, which okay. is lidocaine. often used by dealers yep. to bulk up cocaine. Not that I know anything according about to the it, study, but I've heard about it before. Yeah. yeah, and then they hide it in coffee. So yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, scientists believe the drugs were introduced to the shrimp after a possible leakage or overflow of water into the sewer. Substances discovered in the shrimp were. Finuron, ketamine, which is an animal tranquilizer, oh, yeah. and a party drug. Yeah, a little bit about it. <laughs> yes. Heard of it. The pesticides that were discovered are banned in the UK. Newsweek reports that Dr. Leon Barron, senior lecturer in forensic science at King's College London and co-author of the study, said that such regular occurrence of illicit drugs in wildlife was surprising. The scientists said they wouldn't have been as surprised if the shrimp were found in areas closer to London but they were shocked to find the traces were discovered in more rural areas. Yeah. Locating the direct source of the pesticides that were found is proving difficult for scientists at the moment, worrying some who believe it could pose an environmental issue. According to Newsweek, this isn't the first time wildlife tested positive for illegal drugs. A study conducted by the Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife found oxycodone in shellfish off the coast for the first time. So okay. I tell you what, UK shrimp, they like to party. I tell you what, an all you can eat uh, seafood bar is actually yeah. turning to be a pretty wild time. Yeah. You know, I'm impressed they were able to get all of these shrimp to line up and all take a pee, <laughs> pee test. In a cup. You know, pee in a cup. That's right. These little bitty cups, and then uh, I mean, I, I don't know. Like they said, it was run off into the sewer or something. But yeah. I just don't understand who's putting all these drugs into the sewer. Yeah, I right. mean, you know, I mean, like, I don't, I don't expect drug manufacturers to be worried too much about you know how they dispose of wastewater and things like that. Mm -hmm. But that's got to be a heck of a lot to contaminate a bunch of shrimp. You mm -hmm. know, but I don't know. Yeah, pretty wild to think about. I mean, hey, congratulations, <laughs> yeah. Britain. Legally now, you can do some coke and eat a shrimp cocktail. <laughs> Again, Bubba Gump would be <laughs> so excited about it. I bet that shrimp fest is lit. <laughs> it, is. it is, yeah, like bad '80s music playing in the background. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever watched Scarface? Yeah, this I have. Worst soundtrack of any movie ever. <laughs> you know, and by that you mean best soundtrack. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's perfectly 80s. I mean, <laughs> yes. it fits everything that it's supposed to be. Yeah. But yeah, you just, those songs that are in it, you're just like, oh my goodness. <laughs> like, who would even decide to put this in a movie? Couldn't y'all book the police or something to write a song? But whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Pretty good movie, though. Anyway, you got anything else? I, that's it other than my list of things. Okay. Well, I guess we'll do community news. Okay. We want to thank our sponsor, world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. By the way, I'm trying to sound more professional as I do this each week. Yes. Uh, check them out at www.cajuncurl.com. You can order their spice and their Cajun Curl cutters for potatoes right there on cajuncurl.com. 
It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's the seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, cocaine shrimp, oxycotton <laughs> shellfish, and anything else you can think of putting it on. Their spiral potato cutter is absolutely amazing. It's easy to use, it's easy to clean, and it will allow you to make your own chips using the Cajun Curl Spice. If you want to turn your next shrimp fest up a notch, whip up a batch of your own homemade potato chips with Cajun Curl Spice on them and just flex or stunt on everyone that is there because they're not making, they're like going to the store and buying bags of potato chips like losers and you're making them at home. On their website, CajunCurl.com, you can not only order the spice and the chip cutter, but you'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. And you can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blend Spice, ask them to start stocking it. Now, here locally in the Greater Tuscaloosa Northport Gordo Metroplex, it's available at March Mart in Northport, Piggly Wiggly in Northport, South Finest Meats over in Tuscaloosa, and Vowels Fresh Market over off of Skyland Boulevard. All of their products are made in the USA. And it's all natural, it's low salt, and it has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. CajunCurl.com. Check them out and use the promo code EOP10. That's the number 10. EOP and the number 10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. Excellent, excellent. Okay, well, we are going to read a review. Oh, yeah. From iTunes. Yay. This comes from my new best friend, Mark the Mailman. Oh, okay, yeah, Mark. Oh, let's talk real quick, though. <laughs> is this Saturday, May 11th? May 11th. Is the uh, Stamp Out Hunger Food Drive. So for all you losers out there that aren't doing anything to help your community, get your canned goods together, bring them out by your mailbox, let the postman help it, and they'll distribute it to needy people around the United States. They could not have made this easier. Oh, yeah. Typically, when you when you know people are wanting to do some kind of help, you got to go to a smelly center. Right. You got to volunteer your time. Yeah. You got to work. poor people. <laughs> you got to work hard. Yeah. You don't get anything in return. That's right. Here... All you got to do is get some canned food together, right. and then the postman, they come to your house. Yeah, right. They give you your mail and your Amazon packages, like always. Right. But then they take that your food that you got for the poor people, and they carry it off, and yeah. they distribute it for free, for, for free. nothing. Really, if you don't participate in this, just don't ever claim to want to help anybody ever <laughs> yes. again. All right? If you're a Christian and you don't do this, you just might as well turn in your BBS card or whatever. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Just just want to throw that out there. Could not be any easier. This Saturday. So this, this Saturday. is going to drop. What day do we publish this on again? Uh, Tuesday. Sometimes it's like Tuesday at 11.59. Okay. Right. But it's Tuesday, typically on Tuesday. Tuesday, Wednesday. You got a few days to get prepared to get it done. Of course, mm-hmm. we've been talking about it for like four weeks in a row now. So yeah. let's go, guys. And, hey, you know, while you're at it, if you want to get some credit, because we don't like to help people unless we get some kind of credit for it, take a picture. Oh, take yeah. it Earth Oddity. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. We would love to see. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, don't even – you should do that. Yeah, right. absolutely. I want to keep tabs of everybody who's helping. Now, you know, if you want a spiritual gift, you know, a spiritual reward, then just keep we'll, it to we'll yourself. We'll mail you a prayer cloth. <laughs> 
<laughs> but, you know, if you want a virtue signal with the best of them, yeah, just right. take a picture. Flex on all your friends who aren't doing it yeah, because yeah. They're, they don't want to help people. Yeah, yeah, because we know you want to seem morally superior. Yes. So. Right. And this food could go to me. I'm currently homeless. <laughs> my, me and my family are homeless, so I may get some of it. Well, anyway, Mark here, he has to say uh, the title of the review is Great Podcast, Five Stars. If you need a hilarious break from mundane life, this podcast is for you. Listen to current events with a Cajun Curl twist on life. Both Southern Baptist redneck hosts, guilty. Very true. (laughs) Very true. (laughs) Prepare to be bombarded with stories that will make you laugh so hard you might throw out your back and slap your mama. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hillbilly hilarity at its finest. These are two of the most refined Southern gentlemen (laughs) that your mind can come up with. One of the hosts has even attended the Ivy Leagues of Community Colleges. That's right. He did. I don't want to brag, but I did. That's right. I cannot recommend this podcast enough unless you hate laughing. Keep up the good work, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much, Mark. My new best friend on PlayStation Network. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, Mark, I, I appreciate everything that you do as a postman, number <laughs> <Yes>. one. <laughs> I'm, like I said, biggest supporter of the United States Postal Service there is. And... uh and you guys getting out and getting this uh, food drive and all that. It's really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but thank you for the review, man. I mean, you nailed it. We are refined Southern gentlemen. <laughs> yes. That's what people think of when they think of John and Tiny. Serving up some hillbilly hilarity. Which, by the way, I posted that picture of us. I put it on our Instagram story, so I'm sure it's gone now of me and you from Public Radio. Yes. And I look so small <laughs> compared. To, I look like you like you could put me on your hip and carry me around. It is wild. <laughs> and Wilts pointed out that my chair was lower, which it may have been because I like a low chair. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like a low ride, you know, when I'm in an office chair. But yeah, I look so tiny. We look like Master Blaster. <laughs> we We're Master more decided to climb down and, yes. t- and get an interview. So go to our Instagram page and just scroll down, you know, a, a little while and you'll see it's me and Tiny and I look like a baby compared to him. I don't even come up to your shoulder. Yeah. I know. That's such a wild picture. I'm glad we took it though. But yeah. Yeah. Do you want to you want to tell us what grinds your gears real quick? Okay, all right. I got 99 problems. Heard you have problems. Oh, you're coming out of problems. More money, more problems. In my past two weeks, I told you about fighting the state of Alabama. Yeah, we're workshopping a new segment here yeah. on the Earth Oddity Podcast. And, uh, and so I, I just was one day thinking, I was like, John, you know, you gotta you have to do some self-analysis every once in a while. If uh-huh. you don't, you're never going to grow as a person. And I was like, John, you have a lot of things that just bother you that really shouldn't bother you. Yeah. And so I just started making a list of things <laughs> that bother me that really shouldn't bother me. Now, I want to just add a caveat right here. Now, if I read one of these things and you are listening and you do it, even you, Tiny, just know <laughs> that I don't really care, you know? Right. Like, it's not that I stay up at night worrying about, for the most part, for these things. I mean, it is the worst thing in your existence, yeah. but now, it's okay. <laughs> now, this is right after Mark pointed out that I'm a Southern Baptist and now I'm about to just down a bunch of people. <laughs> so once again, I'm the worst Christian, you know, Yeah, uh, and I will gladly wear that. And if you do any of this stuff, don't get mad. You don't have to get mad about it. Just, just change your behavior yeah, for John to Long. help me. Yes. All right. This is a, I mean, it's a really exhaustive list, so okay. you can stop me at any point. <laughs> okay. All right. Number one, people raising money on Facebook for their birthday. <laughs> Number two, people who refer to pets as fur babies. All right. 
I'm sorry if I'm hurting your feelings, all right? <laughs> people who post on social media and caption them with, uh, these are my people or my humans. Don't like that either. <laughs> people who litter hate people who litter. Uh, we got a lot of that in Alabama. People who don't return their buggies at the grocery store. Don't That bothers me just about. That's about number one on my list. You do that at Aldi, you lose a quarter. Oh, true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, getting asked to join discount clubs at checkout. Hate that. <laughs> You can you can also fold in the, to give a dollar to the children's network or whatever. Uh, people who can't operate the self checkout, we've been over that. <laughs> yes, still bothers You're me. You're ready to lock those people up. People who tell me I look tired because I'm always tired. <laughs> uh, people who get unreasonably mad about spoilers for movies that really bothers me too. <laughs> like it's just a movie, okay? Uh, cheap toilet paper. I have to shout out to my mom and dad. <laughs> Got some cheap toilet paper over in our bathroom. <laughs> and I've deforested the planet so far in the time I've been staying with you. Uh, AAA batteries. Hate AAA batteries. Never can find one when I need it. Opening a toy for a kid, they like lock those things up like they're Fort Knox. And it is the most <laughs> difficult thing in the world to get like a little Barbie out of a box. People who make blanket statements about not liking a particular genre of music. So people are like, I hate country or I hate heavy metal. I hate those people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like, anyways. Because you can probably find us. There's always an outlier. Yeah. Yeah. This goes back to my Yeti beer comment. People who are super into craft beer. <laughs> <laughs> All musicals except for Oklahoma, Sound of Music, and West Side Story. Those are the only three <laughs> musicals I like. We discussed that this morning. We did. People who don't like football and love to tell everyone how they don't like football. We get a lot of that in the South. Every football season, those people bother me. I hate banquets, too, by the way. Uh, when a link opens a new browser window without my permission, that bothers me. Uh, email signatures that are too fancy. All right, I got a coworker who has an email signature that's like .38 or 38 font, and it's like cursive, and there's like a few Bible verses, and I'm just like, it's too much. It's too much. Just let's calm down with it. Uh, MLMs, multi-level marketing things, I hate every single Dude, one of I'm them. I'm with you there. All of them. I hate them. Militant anti-vax people. I don't like those people either. Uh, men who act like their beard is a personality trait. Don't like that one. Uh, any man who unironically declares himself an alpha male. I don't like them automatically. Because if you're an alpha if male, an you alpha don't have to tell everybody. Know. That's right. Absolutely. Uh, people who make fun of minivans but drive an SUV that's never been off the road. All right? Because you're just a minivan with big tires at that point. Uh, and without the convenience of a sliding door. Uh, Major League Baseball not allowing fans to share gifts or vids unless they come from MLB-sponsored sites. That's just a personal vendetta of mine. I agree. Yeah. That's, that's it's ridiculous. Horrible. Automatic flushing toilets. Hate those. Because <laughs> if you just shift on it or something, it'll just flush on its own. And like, hey, I'm not done here, buddy. Uh, adults who act like their birthday's a big deal. Anyone who thinks Peyton Manning is funny. <laughs> Anyone who thinks Eli Manning is still a serviceable QB. People who wear costumes to movies. People who don't watch t- uh, watch a TV show everyone else watches and have to announce how they don't watch the TV show everyone else watches. The United States Health System. Talked a little bit about that a few episodes ago. Adults who are too into Halloween. People who pretend their favorite college football program doesn't cheat. <laughs> People who don't understand how to zipper merge on the highway. Um, 
people who have perfect lives on social media, people who post all their problems on social media. <laughs> There's a fine line between There's a both fine of them. Line between the two. Uh, the awful trend of women and some men overdoing their eyebrows. Grown men who worry about what other grown men wear. Um, this one may hurt some feelings, and I'm sorry for people who are listening. But uh, in memory stickers on the back of vehicles, <laughs> I really don't like those. Uh, men who wear a lot of jewelry, people who are arrogant grammar Nazis, Instagram for pets, like people who make an Instagram for their dog or whatever. You bother me a little bit. People who well actually everyone on Facebook, and I've been guilty of this, but I've I've gotten away from it because I re- your ways. well I realized like man that's really like a loser thing to do like yeah. somebody posts something they're like well actually the Beatles were the first to record the and you're just like I oh, shut up man you know uh, people who back into parking spaces I don't get it you're not saving that much time you know it's equal amount of time if you're backing in versus backing out uh, people who say oh, no I'm sorry. When I say I love this song on the radio, and then my wife talks the whole time. And <laughs> and then my Shut w- up, Deidre. <laughs> I know. It's like, hey, I just declared that I love this song. It came on and turned it up a little bit, and you decide to start talking about what paint colors we're going to pick out for the new house that you said you love the paint colors in when we looked at it. But whatever. And then my last one that I, this is when I stopped because I was like, I'm getting a little too mean. Uh, Family themed Disney t shirts. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm just saying, those bother me. <laughs> so that's just a, not even a comprehensive list. Yes. Just what was on top of my head probably took me, I did this on May 5th. Oh, no. Wow. It says May 5th, but I didn't do it. I did it like on Wednesday. And, uh, and it took maybe 15 minutes to type all that out. So. It was just straight off the top of my head. <laughs> You've been listening to What's Wrong with the World yeah, that's right. with John Long. So if anyone wants to either um, defend any of those things that they do or wants me to elaborate on any of them, just let us know. Email the show. Call in the show. Tell us what either how I'm wrong that <laughs> you having an Instagram for your dog is perfectly acceptable um, or whatever, you know, yeah. that your family made cute little, like, all each one of you are a dwarf to go with your t shirts when you went to <laughs> Disney World. Um, that's fine. But, and just know that even if you do all this, I really don't care about any of that. It's just stuff that, you know, I was just being like facetious. Mm-hmm. The things that really bother me in the world are like poverty. You know, our healthcare system being messed up. <laughs> He's like, that one's legit. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that one was legit. But all the rest of them are just me being a little bit facetious. And also, I just like to do that. So I yeah. was trying to just be like, hey, you need to calm down, John. Like, you're you're hurtling for a heart attack already with your diet. <laughs> and you can't get so mad because you, this girl you went to high school with made an Instagram for a cat, you know? So. <laughs> right. Anyways. But it's ridiculous. It is a little ridiculous. You know, I mean, just put your cat on your regular Instagram like all the normal people do. And then when your cat dies, you're going to make a memory of sticker. Yeah. I didn't put that one down, but never mind. I don't want to say that. Save some for next week. Well, I'll offend too many people (laughs) with that one. Everyone will get really mad about that. All right. Well. Well, so anyways, the other idea I had. Oh, yeah. You want to, you could talk about it. Uh, yeah, if anyone would like to record a bumper for us. Yeah, bumper. We're now name. accepting bumpers. Yeah. So, like, so, if you want to say, 
Hey, this is John Long, and you're listening to Earth Oddity. Or you can say whatever. You're listening mm-hmm. to Rednecks, or you're listening to like one normal person and one dude who gets mad about people having <laughs> Instagrams for their pets. Whatever you want to say. Or call in and be like, what's a podcast? Yeah, right. Yes. You're You're listening to this thing that exists. You're listening to this thing that I've never listened to. (laughs) Make it whatever you want to do. You know. Yeah, just record yourself saying it. If you have a smartphone, you have a voice memo app on your phone. You can record it and you can email it to us. If that's too much work, yeah, and I understand that absolutely, then you can just call our number. That's right, and you can just leave us a voicemail, and we can get it that we can way. Slip too. it out that way, right? Yeah, yeah. Or have your kids do it, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's a streaming service out there that has Libby doing one that I did for it one time. That's I, I have no original ideas. I just rip everything off <laughs> from everyone else. So. Have your fur fur babies call in. Oh yeah, it. yeah, <laughs> yes. We're like, this is tiny and my fur baby, little Jim, and we're listening to Earth Oddity. You know, yeah, or whatever. See if you can do one better than the announcer at the beginning of the show. Absolutely. Who's my dad? And so if you do that. We maybe we'll replace dad. Saying. Like maybe dad's out of work. I'll say this though, it's gonna be tough. Yeah. Because your dad's got the has voice the of near God. Perfect voice. Yeah. Yeah. Although so who was it that said he thought he mispronounced my last name? Somebody. It was one of the podcasts we went on for somebody. It may have been uh the one we sounded all weird on. I thought your name was Wong. Yeah, or like <laughs> I can't remember what they said, but they were like, Why does he mispronounce your name? And I'm like, Well, he didn't. I mean, we have the same last name. Like he's saying that how we have always said it. You know? Yeah. Like something's wrong with your ears, buddy. Quit talking about my dad. I'll fight you. <laughs> well, you have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, yep. iHeartRadio. Yep. We're on them all. Everywhere. If you would like to email the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. That's right. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore earthoddity. Yep. Do you like it pictures? We oh, yeah. post pictures. We do. You can check out those pictures, That's underscore right. earthoddity on Instagram. Go find Tiny and Miniature John. <laughs> yes. And Mini-Me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and if you would like to give us a call, that's then right. what's that phone number? It's 662-493-2059. That's 662-493-2059. Call in and leave us a bumper. We hope everyone out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. This Saturday, Stamping Out Hunger. That's right. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening.